Blog Talk Radio. In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation. Now, the word of truth by Pastor Lionel Gant. I am looking for freedom, looking for freedom, and Glory to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live, and we're coming to you live from the city of Atlanta. Uh, it's a beautiful day out, a little cold out, but it's a beautiful day out. And I have a guest with me. Jimmy, you on the line with me? Yes, yes. Thank you for having me here today. All right. Well, well. I want you to kind of introduce yourself and then uh, tell us about uh, what's going on with you right now. Uh, hello, everybody. Everybody having a happy new year. May God bless you. My name is Jimmy Hill. I'm the father of Jimmy Atchison. My, my son was shot. He was unarmed at Serena. Shot and killed January the 22nd, 2019. On the, by a former Atlanta police officer, Son Kim, on the assumption of a bogus armed robbery warrant, in which a witness came forward and stated that there was no gun, nor there was an armed robber. We've been fighting this case, my family. This, this people don't understand police, uh, police. This police killing of my son. Uh, it was unnecessarily, unjustly, and it had took a tremendous toll on my family. We've been fighting January the twenty second, twenty. 2022 will be three years that we've been fighting for just for my son Jimmy Edson, and mm-hmm. it had it had took a tremendous toll on my family, not just physically but emotionally, mentally. His um, mm-hmm. mothers, you know, people don't understand what it feel like when, when, when. Well, in the first place, I would never wish this on no one, and you never know what it feel like until it hit your doorsteps. And never in a million years did we think that this type of a tragedy would hit our doorstep. Uh, my son's mother, Cynthia Ashton, her peace has been taken away. Um, it has put us, put her in almost a depressed state these last couple of years. Um, his grandmother, Elizabeth Ann Ashton, who she loved, who he loved to death, and she loved, uh, she just recently died a few months ago, earlier this year, uh, trying to hold on, even though she was suffering. She didn't let us know she was suffering, but she was trying to hold on in the pursuit, the hope that we'll be, that we'll get justice. For, for what she called my son Jimmy was her boy, and mm-hmm. you know his sisters uh, they refused to, uh, to participate in, 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 in they they don't protest rallies they don't they don't want to be involved and then it it had bothered it had devastated my family that his only one brother uh, Jimmy little Jimmy here uh, it had just took him to another level he asked me yesterday Dad why everybody getting desperate but A.L.J. we call my son A.L.J. So this that took a tremendous uh people don't know what police brutality does to the community. People don't know what police brutality does to the family. Uh-huh. Yes, and and earlier we were talking about we were talking about the police being protected, you know, through the through the police bill of rights, which gives them the authority to, you know, to police our communities. And uh but there's a thin line between that. Okay, could you describe exactly what happened uh, with the with the police coming up to your son? Was he being? Uh, of course, they're gonna say he was he was uh, being defiant. But what led to him being being uh, shot by this police? Uh, okay, well, well, when they went, they didn't have a warrant for the house. They had a warrant. I mean, uh, they went to the wrong address. It was in the Allen Temple apartment. And they came at my son like, my son doesn't have a record. Uh, even had some few little missing me. And I'm not going to say my son was perfect. But they came up on the Allen Temple community early in the wee hours on January 22nd as if they were looking for uh, 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 mass mass murderers or something. Uh and my son, and, and, and my son, when he, when he, they knocked on the door of uh, the wrong apartment, they didn't have a warrant. He had two dad, his two children in with him. 
what he did was he pushed him out under the bed. He pushed him under the bed and he jumped out the window in nothing but his briefs. Nothing but his briefs. So they know he was unarmed. He ran into another apartment. And the reason why he put the children out on the bed because he was already in fear of his life. He, my son, I would have been known to be scared of the police. Um, mm-hmm. He jumped out of the window and ran into another apartment. When he ran into another apartment, if you, if you see, uh, if you notice the scales, the, the closets of these other apartments in that attempt, the closets are very, very small. And so mm-hmm. when my son, he tried to lean back and cover himself up. Four officers in the apartment, Son Kim and um, uh, three other officers. And I guess they were like four feet away. We have a, we have all the, the you know the, the markings and the, and the rulings and everything. They were four feet away. And Son Kim commanded my son to come out with his hands up. When my son complied with the order to come out with his hands up, Son Kim shot him one time below the eye, blowing out his brain. Okay, so I can't say he feared for his life. He said he thought my son was reaching for a gun. My son was in plain view of him. So if Son Kim feared for his life, why didn't the other three officers who had their weapon drawn, they were in the same area, in the same position with weapon drawn, why didn't they shoot? Why only one shot if he feared for his life? And they, no gun was ever found. No no weapon or whatsoever was ever found. And According to the, to the Public Integrity Union, the unit of the Fulton County District Attorney Office, <clears throat> it stated that this case is ready to be presented to the Fulton County Grand Jury whenever grand jury proceedings resume. And the case, the case was already scheduled, but because of the COVID-19, the, great, the, the case was put on hold. But this is what it says. They were getting ready to indict Son Kim. The investigation conducted by the Public Integrity Unit of the Fulton County District Attorney Office has shown that Task Force Officer Son Kim use of force on January the 27th, 2019 was not justified and that this case should be indicted. Son Kim should be charged, according to the Public Integrity Union of the Fulton County District Attorney Office, Son Kim should be charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, and violation of oath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and, and this is a clear case. <clears throat> because you know, by him by him being stripped down to his un having no no weapon can be seen on him, no weapon in his hand, you know how could he be any threat to how many is is three officers or four officers in that room? There were four officers in the room. So I can't command them to come out. They had, when they, they didn't have tasers. They had guns drawn. And mm-hmm. and when you think about and Jamari, when I think about Jamari Robinson, how many times he got shot? Don't you know my son would have had, with no disrespect to uh, Miss Robinson, but don't you know my son would have had so many bullet holes in we wouldn't have been able to identify him if they felt any type of way that my son was a threat to that officer, son, Ken, or them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me let me clear you up on a few other things. Um. Son Kim, he lied. He lied. Son Kim lied. This from the Public Integrity Unit. He lied to the task force members at the briefings by stating that Mr. Atchison, my son, had a history of resisting arrest, resisting arrest, and fighting with police officers. And from the Public Integrity Unit, after they did the investigation, found out the previous arrest warrant for the charge of obstruction was issued on August the 17th, 2018, and that state said accused did not offer and did not do violence to the person of said officer. Mr. Ashton had no other arrest for violence against police officers. Why would this man say my son had a history of violence against police officers? Hmm. Why, why, why would he just go and tell the lie? Then the, the officers were not wearing body cameras at, at, at the time. They've been getting away with that for years. They've been getting away with that for years by saying that, you know, the 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 defendant he was resisting arrest and, you know, he was resisting me and this and that and, and authorizing themselves to, to use, you know, bodily harm, to use deadly force. And uh and in most cases that's not true. That's not true. I mean, most most of our young people, they fear police. You know, they fear police. Yeah. You know, so they don't, you know, they'll run before they do anything else, before right. they do any violent act. 
But go ahead, though. Okay. It says that the task force officers were not wearing body cameras at the time of the shooting. It says, yeah, but Atlanta police, it was violated the, the, violated the policy of the ADPD, Atlanta Police Department, to wear body cameras during citizen encounter. So I'm kidding, did not have a body cam on. That's right. They're supposed to have on the body cam, especially when they're dealing with the, dealing with uh, an apprehension or any or anything. That's for their protection, as well as as well as the citizen. Go ahead. Okay. According to the statements, which they refused to give Paul Howard, they refused to be interviewed. It said that the task force officers, the four officers that were in the room. The, the other three officers sworn statements regarding the position of my son's hands are inconsistent to each other and the physical evidence. Now, this is coming from the Public Integrity Union of Florida County just turn off. Task Force Officer Cooper stated that my son Jimmy made a quick, sudden upward motion with his right hand. As a win indicated, another officer indicated that my son Jimmy raised his right hand. As a closer Another officer specifically noted that it appeared to be two hands which appear empty but were held together in the shape of a pistol. That three, 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 three conflicting statements. And they said, Task Force Officer, the Task Force Officer led by Kim, should have contacted SWAT to handle a barricaded subject. The failure of Task Force Officer Kim to notify SWAT to effectuate the arrest of Mr. Ashton led to a death. Task Force Krim, they created the operator plan for arresting us as he was aware of the requirement to notify SWAT if the subject became barricaded. Task Force Officer Kim knew that the ammo task force were not equipped, nor were they a brief on how, on how to apprehend a barricaded subject. Task Force Officer Kim was a 26-year veteran. He experienced law enforcement, law, law enforcement officer, knew that flooding the policy and the procedures of Atlanta Police Department and the FBI had no consequences. The lack of accountability, the lack of accountability by his superiors in Atlanta Police and the FBI gave him a license for kill. And one more thing they added, Task Force Officer Kim was not justified when he shot and killed my son, Jimmy S. Okay. All right, Mr. Jimmy, what do you, what do you want to happen uh, with this broadcast, what do you want the people to know, and how can they assist you, uh, you know, after hearing this broadcast? Because, I, I mean, if he had on nothing but his brief, nothing in his hand, nothing on his body, there was no reason for deadly force. There was no reason for deadly force. Okay, so what do you want? What do you want to get to accomplish by by this broadcast? Okay, let me, let me just say this right quick. You know, I used to always tease my son. He always used to carry a small Bible with him, and he read it. And I used to always say, man, how you can see them little bitty words, man? He squinted his eyes up, but he read. I always had read his Bible. That was the day. That was the only day. That was the only day when he was had on that with his brief. That was the only day that he didn't have his Bible with him because they were left in his pants pocket when he jumped out the window. That was the only time he carried his Bible everywhere he go. But that was the only time he'd have God's weapon with him. You know, that's the only time. So uh, I, I want uh, – I, I think more calls should be made to pull in the kind of district attorney, Fanny Willis, uh, because she has the case right here on her desk. And, and Song Kim should be indicted for murder. This book, on the public, investigation by the Public Integrity Union, stated that. Stated that there was no gun or um, robbery. Stated that Song Kim intentionally meant to kill my son Jimmy Ashton. Song Kim, I would have been known as an overly aggressive officer. At one time, he shot at a rock approaching Rockwilder eight times. Were commanded to stop. He, they commanded him to stop, and officer was in the line of fire, and officer got hit by bits of sharpness. Song Kim mm. and other officers, if you pull it up, it's from this report from the Constitution. If you pull up his record. Son Ken entered a funeral, a funeral home, looking for a suspect, and they drew down, pulled out weapons on everybody at the funeral home without identifying themselves. At the funeral home, looking for, as they were looking for a suspect, he always had been known for his over aggression. And this, in this instance, he supposed to have called SWAT. Twenty-two days later, after my son was killed, 
a white dentist in Book in Brookhaven, Georgia, had a ten hour standoff with police. Uh what a few miles from him, my son got killed. Had a ten hour standoff. They went to serve a one where he had sighted his girlfriend inside the house and bruised her. A ten hour standoff. They called SWAT. They used popper seeds. They called SWAT. They sent in tear gas. They sent in a robot. They entered the building. That was a tussle. The dentist was in a, a room just like my son. The only thing about he had an arsenal full of guns. And guess what? They brought him out without a scratch. They brought my son, Jimmy Ashton, out in a body bag. Hmm. And I did, so I, I asked today, you know, sometimes I wonder, George Floyd, you know, my condolences to his family. He got a chance to call his mama. You know, we never do know did my son get a chance to call his mama. Did he even get a chance to say a prayer to God before he was murdered? So I, I, my, my thoughts, it hunts me day and night wondering what were my son's thoughts. I didn't get a chance to say anything before his life was taken. Wow. So we've been fighting three years. His anniversary is coming up on the 22nd of this month. And what we do, we we just ask everyone to call it Fannie Willie for the county. Just to turn it off, 404-612-4981. And ask Van and get Fannie Willis to, 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 to indict Son Kim for this murder. This murder was unnecessary. It was just unjustifiable. And, you know, it, it, it just don't make no sense when you, you're you supposed to protect and serve, but yet instead, it, you, it's your choice. It, you just place yourself above the law. Take matters to your own hand. And Son Kim became my son, judge, jury, and execution. Well, do you have a petition that the people can sign? And uh, I'm going to ask you to give out the phone number again uh, at least two times so that the people can get it down. Yeah, they, okay, they can go to the Justice for Jimmy. Justice for Jimmy, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, website, Justice for Jimmy website. Uh, I either go to Justice for Georgia and then get all, get all the information. Uh, and, and please help us. Please don't. You know, I, I, I'm out there fighting every day, uh, protesting, Facebook. His Aunt Tammy is out here fighting other activists. I here fighting even attorney Gerald Griggs and a lot of other activists. And, and, and from state representatives are helping us. And well, it just seemed like Fannie Willis seemed like she just won't budge. So she's always spoke about she's pro-justice. Uh, not that she's pro-police, but we need her to be pro-justice. We need her to be about the integrity that she speaks about, you know, and, and, and if it's possible, I wish uh, more pastors can step up and get on the front line and get out here with us, help us fight this, this giant, because it is a giant that we're fighting, and it is an injustice. Police brutality is a detriment to society, and it's time the shooters be punished. It's about accountability, and we need to start holding not just police officers accountability, Pulling the county district attorney, district attorney need to be held accountable. The mayors, we need to hold leadership. We need to hold one another accountable to do the right thing. Amen. Amen. So, so when we when we look at cases, when we look at cases like this, you know, people have to realize that this can happen to anybody at any time. You say, you know, they went inside the wrong house. They had the wrong information. They and they and 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 they shot the wrong person. And 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 now and now they want to drag their leg. They want to drag their feet about justice. And we can't allow that. So so we need to get a petition, get the petition out there, and get as and get as many signatures on it as we can. And we need to get active. You know. Active in and in, uh, in, in having a phone conferences and having this set up where we can get the word out to everybody. You know, he he he's giving out the phone number for you to call and to and to call them and, and to and to make your complaint known that they need to that you require just for this case. Can you give out the phone numbers again? Okay, the phone number is for for the kind of district turnout four zero four. Six one two four nine eight one, and we do have a justice for Jimmy Essence petition circulating. That's circulating around. Uh, you can go to Justice for George. It's on their website. It's on Justice for Jimmy website, and it's also on my Facebook page. My Facebook page is Jimmy Jimmy J Hill. Uh, we have we just please sign it. Please, 
uh, we need your help. We can't we can't do this alone. And and you know if it weren't for God, uh, all the options could have hurt us. That and the political game that have been played. Uh, 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 and, and you know, in in our place, in our way, you know, to stop us from getting justice. All that our family ever asked for was fairness, truth, and justice. Come on now, it just seems like do black lives, lower income, black lives really matter. Low, I'm gonna say lower income. It do lower income black lives really matter because it seems like uh, people just don't. I mean, people just don't care. People just don't seem to care these days. Uh, so much selfishness and self-centeredness, you know, and, 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 and don't if, if, if the spotlight ain't there, leaders don't want to be there. I, I, I challenge the, the black pastors. I challenge all the pastors. I challenge the activists. I challenge black leadership to come to Atlanta. You know, my mm-hmm. condolences to all the other families, especially to the Amar, Amar Arbor family. My condolences and prayers are with them. But some of these same pastors need to come to Atlanta. This is the birthplace of Dr. Martin Luther King, a creator of the Civil Rights Movement. Why? Atlanta got a police brutality problem, and it needs to be addressed. Why ain't nobody trying to do nothing about this situation in Atlanta? Yeah, and, and, and there, there are so many cases every year of police, of police violence uh, being committed on our children. And... Uh, and and nobody is doing anything about it, you know. But we we took a stand, you know. The Southern Christian Leadership Conference, that Dr. King organization, and our leadership, uh, we took a stand, you know, to fight against this. And uh, and we were ridiculed by, you know, everybody looked at us like we were crazy uh, because they didn't want us to deal with with you know with police on with police violence because most of the police here in the Atlanta area are, are are people of color, you know, are black. But you know, that doesn't make any difference. You know, the the, the, the fact of the matter is, you know, you are law enforcement. We we need y'all to obey the law. I mean above everything we need you to obey the law, especially when it comes to our children, when it comes to our young men. Just because I'm black, that doesn't mean I'm going to be a danger to you or I'm going to be harm to you. Most 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 people have not even had a violent act or a violent charge in their life, and, and yet they're being gunned down in the street by by trained police officers. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gannon coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. This is the whole truth. Nothing but the truth radio broadcast. Okay, bruh, I need you to I need you to uh give them some websites where they can go to right now and uh and pull up this information and I need you to give out the phone number uh to let them know, you know, how they can get in contact with Fulton County, but I also need them to be able to if they wanna work with you, be volunteers with you, help you out. Uh, what number they can call to get in contact with the family? Okay, uh, thank you. First of all, I thank you, man, for for uh, for, for allowing me to bring more awareness to the situation. Because wrong is wrong, no matter who says it, who does it. And they've been very wrong in this situation. Um, just go to Justice for Georgia website and and pull up Jimmy Ashton. You can go to uh, Justice for Jimmy website. Um, and, and, and the number you can reach the Fulton County to call a Fulton County District Attorney family with us is 404-612-4981. That's 404-612-4981. And the number you can reach me at is 404, my name is Jimmy Hill, 404-551-6084. That's 404-551-6084. Um, I'm the, my name is Jimmy Hill. I'm the father of Jimmy Ashton. And you know, I, I just have one thing. You know, it just it's sad because I, I went to the house of Captain Johnson, uh, uh, the, the, the Black Queen, ninety-two, I think ninety-two or ninety-four year old Captain Johnson. I was at her house speaking about three, four months ago, and it's sad. Mm-hmm. You know, you made excuse for killing going in this woman's house and killing this woman, and you want to make excuse. You know, and, and she has a park, and I just want to congratulate everybody for, for allowing my son's name to be on one of the books in the park, the Captain Johnson Park on Poplar Street in Southwest Atlanta. So I just really want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody for taking the time out 
and, and, and listen to me. And please keep us in prayer. No prayer changes things. Amen. Amen. Okay. How can they? How can they? Uh, how can the people be of assistance to you? How can they help you uh, uh, more with this case? Well, if they can if, if, if they can contact me, I can I can instruct them to because we usually let Georgia, uh, Justice for Georgia, uh, Kiana, uh-huh. Kiana Jones. Uh-huh. We usually let Kiana Jones, one of the, uh, one of the top activists. She usually does a, she usually does a lot of the the the, the, um, the paperwork and, and and the putting out and 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 the rallies together. You know, and I have to thank Raven of Atlanta Justice Alliance too. Because we have people helping us, so if you can call me and I can instruct you, uh, direct you to, to to where you need to go or, or who you need to talk to, in this situation, you know I'm just I'm new at this, but I'm but I know I do know I have to fight and we have to strategize. I know one thing I just do know I'm not giving up about my son because I come too far and I ain't gonna let nobody turn me around and fight for justice for my son Jim S. Okay, well. Well, you see, you see now that they, you know, now they used to let the police get completely off with the with these type of charges, and I was explaining to you the police bill of rights that they that they do have rights covering them, and because they because it's a it's a fluid, uh, you know, action, and anything can happen when you're dealing with other human beings, so they're so they're protected. In, in such a way, uh, you know, to to allow them to do their job, but at the same token, we as we we as we as people, when we when we initiated the SCLC Stop the Violence and Incarceration campaign, the first thing I did was I went on a drive to organize the communities. That whenever the police came into the community, I I, I, I commanded the people to come out and to use their cell phones and to document whatever the police were doing, just like they watching us, we had to start watching them, okay? Right. Because a lot of things that they're doing in our community, they are not right. Now, we, we've been reporting this for years, okay, but through by the advent of the cell phone and the camera, now we have the ability to, to record their actions and to, and to catch them in what they're doing, okay? So 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 was there any was there anybody that had any any video or that you know there how can all how can four police come into a building and neither one of them have their cameras on what what do we have for footage in that incident well over in the Allen Temple apartment complex some kind of way uh some kind of way they Either they got to it, the 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 the, the before we did, before before our attorney, Tanya Miller, before investigators got a chance to get there, because they had what? no footage. Evidently, uh, because you know they, they, they were, we were dealing with the feds now, it was a federal uh-huh. task force. Even though it was a, I don't know, understand how it got to be a federal task force. How police can sit here and lie about a thing to up the level of intensity. To, because they say my, we know my son they robbed, but they say Atlanta police used to deal with armed robbers and murders all day long. So what would they need a federal task for? So the thing of it, I believe it was the intensity up the level of intensity because you when FBI's most wanted uh, dead or alive. So what would you need a federal task force for if you had 13 officers, 11 officers were Atlanta police and the other two were federal officers? So we didn't get a chance to get no footage. Um, no cameras, no cameras, no cameras caught anything in the apartment complex. No cameras. No, and then people didn't record because it was so early in the morning. Uh, they were children were on their way to school, and you know to see that many police with assault rifles running up, running through the yard, so it just terrified everybody. It's it, it, eight o'clock, seven, eight or nine, eight, eight thirty in the morning, so it terrified everyone. So I guess people were more afraid. Uh, you know, than anything to see these men in black and all with all kinds of assault rifles all over the place. Like they came at my son, like like he done did a school shooting or a church shooting of uh, 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 son. You know, I've seen them get taken out alive. But you know, my son, he, he, he committed no crime. He did nothing. You know, uh, we had a witness came forward. It was on film. She stated that's why your people go 
follow the Just for Demi website, the Just for Georgia uh, uh, website. They'll be able to find out more about about this case and just see this, how this injustice was done to my family, how this injustice was done to my son. My son had two children, Skylar and Jalen. And, you know, so, and, and they'll never get to see their father again, ever get to see their father again. So what about his children? What, what, what about what they got to go through? What about their mom being single mom? There's already enough uh, these black women out here raising these sons and daughters by themselves. But, 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 but what about his children? Now, with the help of the family, he's seeking a lot of help from his from his sisters, uh, his mom, them, and, and everybody. But I'm just saying, what about you? Really need a father in your life? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this killing was unnecessary. It was unjustified because you know, as Martin Luther King stated. You are responsible for what you say, but you're also responsible for what you do not say. Everybody should have the right to live their lives free of fear, and everybody should be treated with this. This everybody should be treated with dignity and respect. We haven't seen any type of dignity or respect for my son. So I just, how can we continue to sit back and just allow this injustice remain silent, um, remain silent, and ignore this situation? Now I can understand how you can get. Uh, in the first place, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. He gave us a spirit, a, a power of love and a sound mind. I couldn't understand yeah. how. And I, this is not just a tag. This is holding them accountable. I can't understand how can all these black pastors get together and boycott Home Depot, stand in front of them with Home Depot, and yet all these black boys are getting killed, and nobody want to say nothing. If you do, you want to tiptoe around it. It's something about police brutality that, that puts fear in, 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 into to, into black America. It, it is something about it, whether you're a black leadership, whether you're a black pastor. It is some deal with police brutality, whether, whether the police union dumping money into, into some of these accounts or whatever. I don't know. It is something going on to where people are afraid to speak out and attack, uh, speak out against the injustice of police brutality. Well, that was that was where I started our campaign from. We started with police violence. We started before when when nobody out there talking about it. We were the one that really got that movement started to looking at the police and and you know being the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Most of the thing that we do, we do in the courts, you know, because it it don't make no sense until we get it on the get it you know get it before the lawmakers. That's right. That was our main concern to. To, to to stop our children from dying in the streets, and uh, and we launched the SCLC Stop the Violence campaign, and then we started hosting the Love Festival uh, events all across the city and in different places, in Miami and other places where where they just killing our children. I mean, so now the police know that know that they can't they're not going to get away with that anymore. They know that they're, that you know that they're going to be held accountable, and and already you you made mention of the paperwork that you, the documents you sent to me, it shows that that even they agree that uh, that this was an illegal shooting, this was an unjustified shooting, and that he should be arrested and he should be charged. Okay, so can you talk about that a little bit more? Can you read the letter to them again and? Go into a little more details about that. Okay, it, right. It states that from the, from the public and the people in the case people don't know uh, the public integrity union or the Florida County District Attorney Office. These are district attorney officers, and it is say that the shoot. Um, he was getting ready to be. Son Kim was getting ready to be indicted before the COVID nineteen came aboard, and all grand jury hearings were stayed. But it, it states states that. The investigation conducted by the Public Integrity Unit of the, of the District Attorney Office for the County Attorney Office has shown that Task Force Officer Song Kim use of force on January the 22nd, 2019, was not justified, and this case should be indicted. Song Kim should be charged with felony murder, aggravated assault, and violation of open. And, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, and they, they, hired, they hired a top expert to come in, uh, mm-hmm. like one of the top experts in the country, to come in, and he could tell by the position of your hands, but he could tell by the, 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 the blood splatters on the wall 
and on the clock, he could tell by what position of your hand was in. And he said, my son's hands with her head together as coming up surrender. I mean, he thought he had this a team of experts. They specialize in blood splatter, reconstruction, analysis, analyzing, and to aid in interpreting the crime scene. They reviewed the, the, the scene. They reviewed the photos of the crime scene. My son clothed Kim firearm. They visited the scene, and they said, based on the blood splatter, patterns on the wall, clothing and body, Mr. As that he could not have been holding a gun at the time that he was arrested, at the time that he was shot. And these statements are coming from the Fulton County Public Integrity Union of the Fulton County District Attorney Office. So that there's no if, no no if, and, and buts about it. Sean Kim was wrong, and he was wrong. And now they know they was wrong. And now the Mayor Keisha Bottom knew he was wrong. Uh, and, and, and it seemed like Atlanta... Atlanta just has a relationship problem uh, and are not holding one another accountable. It seems to be about relationship. Well, if you don't say that, I ain't going to say that. Well, this is my friend. I'm not going to say that instead of being truthful. And, and, and But where is integrity? I mean, you know, there's a dilemma here because they want to remain, they want to retain the, the, the dignity and, and, and they want to, you know, they want the, they want the people to respect the police, and they and the police, you know, have to be given the authority to do their jobs. So so they don't want to they don't want to uh, bring out a whole bunch of cases against the police where they can where where they will start where the people will lose confidence in them. But actions just like this, with the police beating people down in the streets and all that. I always, as a military policeman, I always taught against that. Don't don't openly be, be slamming people on the ground. Don't be openly pulling your weapon and doing all these things because that's going to build resentment within the community. That means the next time they see a police, they're just going to shoot. They just gonna shoot. And, and so that's not going to be helpful for the police department. So I understand them wanting to try to maintain the integrity of the police, in order to do that, they have to maintain their integrity. They have to treat everybody right. They have to do the right thing, no matter what. And there's a lot of people that are doing their job, and they they maintaining their integrity, and they're doing what they're supposed to. But one bad cop makes it harder for all of them. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that? It's a one what now? I say, what are your thoughts on that? The police have to remain... Uh, retain their integrity, but when but when they wrong, they wrong. Yeah, they never wrong because they because they, they took an oath. And, and mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Karen O.D. said I will to protect, I, I, to protect and serve to protect right. and serve is their oath. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and, and 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 be able to hold itself and others accountable, even their wrongdoing. You know, and I have to say something. And I appreciate people like you and Nathan Knight. Uh, for, 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 for your courage, for the courage, for the way you continue to, to speak out and, and attack this situation. I really appreciate it because, you know, you just can't just, you treat people the way you want to be treated. You just can't treat people any kind of way. Not just any, I don't care if you're the police, you're not above the law. And stop making yourself above the law. That's right. Police should be charged, they should be held accountable and charged for their wrongdoing also. You know, this, this has been very painful for my family. And it had been paying for a lot of families because I'm out there with the families. I'm out there with the mothers. I look in their eyes, and a lot of these mothers are barely holding on, but they, they fight. They fight, fighting for justice. Some of them 50, 60, 70 years old, but they're out here fighting in the rain, sun, trying to fight for justice. And like I said, some are barely holding on. Hold, some are barely holding on to their sanity, fighting for their sanity, and, and just hoping and praying that they'll be able to receive justice and to be playing these type of political games. And though my son and these other, uh, these other victims of police brutality, like they lie, don't matter. It, it, it just don't make no sense. And and, that, and 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 every time, every time we get a new case like this, you know, now we we're, we're going to push for legislation that they immediately, you know, come off the come off the road that they immediately, you know, go to trial. But but you know, but we have to. We have to, we have to, at the same token, uh, you know, be fair, you know, both sides, you know, because 
a lot of times the police will tell you, you know, you know, the only way, the only reason why they came into the neighborhood is because somebody called them to come into the neighborhood. You know, they they responding to, you know, uh, you know, death threats. They responding to, you know, assaults and batteries. They responding to a lot of uh, domestic uh, violence uh, uh, events that occur in the neighborhood every day. So they are accustomed to dealing with these situations, but you never know. Uh, which you know how that situation is going to get out of hand, or when you have to draw your weapon, you have to use wisdom and and you have to be, you know, discreet about you know how you're going to address the people and how you're going to do the people. But every situation is different, so we yeah. understand that. But uh, you know, I always but, I had a problem uh, when people said, "Well, what did he do?" You know, how to do never be black. Uh, uh, Breonna Taylor was sleeping in bed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The gospel singer that was that was stopped at a traffic light, at, at a traffic light, and, and and he was reaching for his, uh reaching for a cell phone. And they shot him, said with cell phone. So you can be in your front yard. Uh, uh, Atiana Jefferson was in the house mm-hmm. playing video games with her, with her nephew. So I mean, what 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 more George Floyd? I mean, what else you have to do? My son was unarmed, surrendered. They know he didn't have a weapon. So. People say, I always say, well, what did he do? You don't always have to do nothing. All you have to do is just be black. You're a target. You must already know. You better know you're a target. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the same that we have to teach our sons that, that you know, that, yeah, you know, and my children, they went to school with black and white students. You know, but we had to explain to them that, look, you know, you know, if, if the police come up to you, this is what you got to do. If the principal come to you, this is what you got to do. You got to call us. We don't make no statement. Don't do this. We had to. We had to instruct our children on how to act and how to engage the police. But you know, the the average white citizen out there, you know, they don't even have that kind of interaction with police. You know, police don't even deal with them in that way. And that's something that we have to deal with daily, because you, yeah. you definitely can get killed. Uh, you can definitely go to jail just for being black in anywhere in America. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we're down to our last uh, last uh, uh, 10 minutes. Is there any other information you want to give out or anything that you want to say to the people? Pretty put it though. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, uh, no, I just want to, uh, no, I just want to just, just thank you and thank everybody for having me, for having me on this um uh, on this broadcast this morning. Uh, well, you were speaking about you were speaking about uh Brother Nate, that he's the president of the Cab County SCLC. What do you have to say about him? You were saying some good words about him. Uh well he's a fierce warrior and and, and he's and, and he's true. He's real and he's true. And, and, and you know, and I, I appreciate him because he brings so much so much courage so much wisdom. Yes sir. Yes sir. I mean he'll he'll and he'll protest and he'll do whatever he got to do. He'll stick it out to the end. I love him to death. I mean that's that's a that's a good man that you know and, and, and as a as a child he was back there dealing with Doctor King them and he, as he was coming up, you know, he he he, he actually sold Doctor King a, a newspaper. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I just think that you know that people more than people like you and should should be more acknowledged and, and it seems like it's like a circle and, and uh, people want to tiptoe around this this, this uh, police brutality. You can't tiptoe around this. Either you got to go at it, you strategize and go at it, or you just and if you don't want to be a part of, it, just move on out of the way. It's people that that that's willing to fight. And, you know, we have to we have to continue to be united in in this in this in this fight. Uh, people take it for uh, granted, and it's something that you just can't take for granted. You can't take you can't take police brutality for granted. Police, like I said, police brutality is a detriment to society, and the shooters need to be punished. I, I think, uh, from Christopher Mungin to uh, to Shaw Bates to Queen Yonasana to Queen Miller to Kiana Jones, to, to Dante Carter, to Scotty Hesfield, uh, it's so many people, uh, Lecrae, uh, so many people I just want to, uh, Brittany Jones, so many people I just, uh, Raven, uh, Atlanta, just so many people I just want to continue to thank uh, 
in this fight. You know, so many names I didn't get a chance to call and so many representatives and just uh from from the different people on the radio stations, uh B one oh three, ninety seven five and representatives and, and people with park at the trap pastor and you know, I just, I just appreciate it. Sean Sean Smith, uh sounds like there's so many people. I just wish we can come together and realize the importance of this and stop letting uh starting allowing ourselves to be separated when it comes to important matters like this. You know, because this is see our youth our youth is our future and our youth is being destroyed by this injustice. Mm-hmm. And and they and they and they're systematically they're systematically uh trying to destroy our youth, particularly our black male, by mass incarceration, guess what? If you if you in jail, guess what? You can't reproduce. You can't have babies. You can't have offspring. By by them killing by them killing our children in the street, you know they're trying to cut off our bloodline. And we're gonna have to be smart about it. You know, you know they asked me, well, what are you gonna do about the uh, mass incarceration? I told them we're gonna have to barcode the jail. We gonna. They said, what do you mean barcode the jail? How you gonna barcode the jail? I said it's time for us to stop going to jail. Time for us to wipe that off our slate. We don't need. We don't need to be, you know. It don't need to be an honor for you to go to prison, you know. You know, and that's that's what our young people see. They see that as some kind of honor. That's not an honor, you know. Yeah. So, like I just say, I just you know, just a pleasure for people take time out to listen to this broadcast. And I got a little cold a little bit. And I just thank you, you know, for having me here today. I just thank God for. Allow me to wake up and have this opportunity to continue to fight for my son and bring more weather to my son. I also have to thank my sister-in-law, uh, Tammy Featherstone, because we she continues. She's out there with me daily. Uh, that's that's my son's auntie. Um, she's with George and Moms United, and I just really just wanted to give her thanks, too. And, you know, I just thank everybody. You know, we just keep us in prayer and continue to just call that number, 404 uh six one two four nine eight one for the county district attorney family with it and 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 the man heard it indict song Kim for the murder of my son Jimmy Edson. We've coming up on his third year on the twenty second will be his third year that he's been dead now. Mm. Okay, give out the number again so they can uh get that number. It's forty one four six one two four nine eight one for the county district attorney family with it. And um the man heard it indict Zon Kim for the murder of my son, Jim Ashton. It, 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 the paper, the, the word is on the desk. It's all in black and white. You know, it's trying to be about integrity and God's principles. Trying to be the voice, the, the voice for the voice of God. And I just pray that the pastors will come together and, and, and strategize and have the courage to just step forward and, you know, and join us families out here on the front lines. So it's, it's sometimes it feel like. We, as families out here fighting, feel like we're on an island by ourselves. Oh. Island by ourselves fighting against this giant, you know, but we're holding up our faith. You know, faith without works are dead. And we continue to keep our faith and trust in God, knowing that he got the final way and that justice will prevail. See, ain't nothing like God, justice. Amen. Amen. Okay, well, let's pray. Oh, okay, I'll let you pray first, and then I'll... I'll, I'll end out the prayer. Okay. Yeah, and don't forget my number is 404 551 Jimmy Hill, the Father Jim S. Father Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you and give you our praise and glory. Father, just thank you, Father, for being so good. Father, for you've been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Father, we ask for your forgiveness and your mercy and your grace. Father, we ask you to just... Father, just touch hearts of everyone who heard this broadcast, Father, and just touch hearts of those who who are responsible for this broadcast, Father. So many people going through so many things, Father. It seems like if it ain't one thing, it's another. But, Father, let us keep our faith and trust in you. I pray for all the mothers that's gone through this situation, uh, their little ones being murdered by police brutality. I pray for all the mothers and the families that gone through any type of violence. Whether it's by the hands of the law or anybody. Father, continue to hold them up and give them strength. Bless them with your fresh and new mercy that each and every day. Smile upon them with your grace. Comfort them, Father. Just bless them, Father. Father, just help us, Father. Though it's 20 and 22, so many people think that it was going to be easy, Father. Just give us strength, Father. Father, let us just keep our hope and our faith and our trust in you, O Lord. Father, let no weapon form against us possible. 
Bring forth justice in this situation with my son, Jimmy Touch the hearts of food and kind of discontent the planet with it. Bless us, Father, and just continue to just smile down upon us, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for this broadcast that's gone forth. Father God, we pray that this broadcast reach every ear, touch every heart, and that they move, that it forces the people to move on your behalf. Father God, we give you all the honor. Father God, we give you all the glory. Father God, you know, you know what happened, Lord. You know what's going on. You know that you are the God of justice. Bring forth justice, Lord, that our souls may be satisfied. We give you all the honor, Father God. We give you all the glory. Father God, we are praying for justice today. In the name of Yeshua, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, my brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank Amen. you so much. All right. All right. <clears throat> Please give out the phone number again. Y'all take down these numbers and and call in to demand justice for this young man. You know, so I mean, you don't like 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 Brother Jimmy said, you don't you don't realize this until it comes knocking at your door. When this come when you come face to face with this thing, then you see that how this is real. This can happen to anybody at any time. This can happen to any of our children. All right, so and we gonna we need to take a stand to do something about this. Give out the numbers, bro, so they can call in. Okay, for the kind of district attorney panel with us, four zero four six one two four nine eight one and demand just uh, she indict Son Kim for the murder of my son Jimmy Ashton. She has the black and white on her desk, the report that was conducted by the Fulton County Integrity Unit. And my number, you can reach me. I'm Jimmy Hill, the father of Jimmy Essison, at 404-551-6084. Glory to God. All right, y'all. This is the Whole Truth, Nothing But the Truth radio broadcast. Pastor Lionel Gannon, we're coming to you live, and we're coming to you with nothing but the whole truth. We got to stop this police brutality. And whenever you see the police out giving out tickets or doing anything in your community, make sure you video it. Make sure you video it. Make sure you go live. And you can let the police officer know, hey, I'm recording this right now. I'm recording this right now. All Amen. right. This but the Truth Radio broadcast, Pastor Lionel Gant coming to you live from the city of Atlanta with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessing. Thank you so much.